Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head into the lounge and we air our complaints. And here's the the, the beauty of the lounge is you can complain about anything you'd like. There is nothing too luxurious for the lounge and no one can look at you and go, up, 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 but there's bigger problems. No, you have the biggest problem in the world today and we get to complain, my complaint queens, all of us today, together, commiseration. Let's sing the song of complaints. And if you have a luxury lounge complaint, you can send it into Podcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. That's the only way I get it in the lounge. That's how you get in. You title your email Luxury Lounge, and we will maybe read your your email on the show and, and commiserate. And, whoo, and it, it is a duet. It's a douchey duet. Just singing together. The song of complaints. So let me get into it. Um, I'm going to do my complaint. We, we start every Luxury Lounge with my complaint. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now today i want to complain about telling people what you do for work i think that is the most annoying conversation in the world especially if you don't do doctor lawyer but i would assume those jobs are hard to explain too because then you watch the person fall asleep before your eyes oh you're a lawyer what type of lawyer are you well, I do litigation, uh, corporate stuff, and you know, and now you have to be put face to face with your own job and whether it's exciting or not. I have this issue because as a comedian, nobody believes you're funny. Nobody buys it. Nobody's just like, oh, that's cool. You either offend people or they go, are you funny? I'll tell you a story. The other day, I go to a coffee shop right near me. The coffee shop is a nice space and I go all the time. So, but I'm going odd hours. Like I'm not going during the 7 a.m. rush. I'm going 10 a.m. Like I'm going during retirement times. So a lot of people, you know, people would begin to wonder if you're there every day, what's this kid doing? What's his gig? How does he have the $5 a day for the cup of coffee that he's getting? So I start making conversation. I'm a friendly guy, as you know. And I, hi, how are you? What's going on? Good to see you guys. Anytime I'm there. Hey, 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 hey. So one day, the woman behind the counter goes, so Jared, what do you do? Now, I. Oh, no. Thank you. Sorry. So now, (laughs) I, in the past, if I'm on a flight, I say I'm a consultant. Consultant is the best response to what what do you do? Because consultant is a word people think they should know. It's a profession people think they should already understand. So they don't really ask questions because they would look kind of stupid. We all don't know what a consultant does. Nobody knows. Nobody has any clue. We, I mean, I always wonder, 23-year-olds become consultants. What the fuck consulting are you taking from a 23-year-old? I don't know. But we don't ask questions because you would sound stupid. So my go-to answer is consultant because then they go, oh, cool. 
and turn away. And especially if you're traveling, people know consultants travel. So there's an element of like, oh, okay, so you're traveling to the consulting job. And, and no questions asked because, again, we are afraid of looking stupid in most cases. So people go, oh, cool, yeah, I get it. So this time, though, I was like, you know what? I'm here every day. These people are so nice. What do you do, Jared? And I said, I'm a comedian. And the woman behind the counter, she goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I knew it. I, I, I knew it. I, 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 something about you. I, I love mediums. I thought you were a medium. I, I thought, and you don't understand. Oh, my God. I go to this psychic and, and this medium. Oh, my God. And I watch, you know, psychic medium, Long Island medium. And you don't understand. I was looking at you the other day and I was like, this guy has a, you know, knows something about us. I think and my grandmother just passed away. And I'm like, oh, she and in my mind, I go, oh, my God, she thinks I'm a, a psychic medium. <laughs> And I go, and I go, no. And and she's going on and on. Like you, you could tell she's a medium fan. And she's going on and on. Oh my God, my grandmother just passed. You gotta speak to her for me. Like she's going on and on. And I go, no, 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 I'm a comedian. And her first response, she goes, Oh. Pure disappointment. Right away. <laughs> it's just pure disappointment. Like immediate disappointment. Oh. And then she goes, So are you funny? And it's like that is how frustrating it is to tell you people that you're a comedian because, and listen, this is a luxury lounge. This is a luxury complaint. I get to be a comedian. That's a fantastic profession that I love, that I enjoy, that I love doing every day of my life. But she believed that I could speak to dead people more than I could make her laugh. In that moment, she went from, oh my God, you got to speak to my grandmother to, are you funny? Really? Comedian. So you make jokes? People pay you? Yeah, people pay for laughs more than they pay for me to find out if their, you know, dead uh, great-grandmother uh, is haunting the house. You believe that? That's my luxury lounge complaint. You can send in your complaints to jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Very excited about today's guest. I, I mean, this is, uh, this is a, an amazing week for us. I mean, um, they've, they've been on the podcast before, but never the luxury lounge. It is, uh, it is a great pleasure to introduce the co-host of the U Up podcast, the s chief of content for bat, uh, for the Betches media, uh, what do we, uh, media empire, Jordana <laughs> Abraham, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Jared. It's so funny that you also don't really know what I do either, which is just, <laughs> just to show the depth of our friendship. Because we don't ask each other stupid shit. Like, what do you do when you're not hosting this podcast? It's a fake conversation that <laughs> no one cares about. Like, what do you want, my tax returns now? Like, what's going yeah. next? But no, you I must totally... get that a lot. Like, you are in this, like, w especially when you started, totally. people are like, what do you, how do you explain what you do and, and what's the worst what do you do conversation you've ever had? I completely, completely agree. I like hate talking about what I do. It requires a lot of explanation, especially if you haven't. Here's the thing with like with batches, right? Mm. So it's like you either have to go like you can save yourself a lot of time by saying like, have you heard of batches? Yes. If the right if the right person's there. But then like if they haven't heard it, you kind of sound like an asshole who assumes that everyone has heard of your like super famous company. 
I totally agree. Because if they say no, immediate embarrassment, you're (laughs) the douchebag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is... (laughs) Have you heard of my comedy? You know, it is so embarrassing. And you have to... And I know this from like posting stuff on the internet. You have to assume, even if you know the person follows you, you have to assume nobody has seen anything. That you have put up your content in a empty wooded area. Like you have to... You have to start at that because you learn over time how douchey you sound and it takes growing pains you sound douchey but the issue is is that if they have heard it i could save myself a lot of awkward semi explaining of like well i work in media and there's this company on we have a big instagram account and we're on you know we're on we have podcasts (laughs) it's like if you know if you if if i could just tell you the name of the company i also do not i I also do not like, like talking about it at all. I would just say, I mean, if I was just like getting my hair done or something like yeah. that, I would just say I'm in media. That's, oh, that, that's a great pray answer. To, pray to God that they don't like ask to, to elaborate. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, uh, here we fucking go. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, I totally understand. You're just hoping this interaction ends kindly because right. a lot of times, most of the time it becomes you defending it. Like you, like like, so like a lot of people. If you do something that they're not used to making money, so like right. if you say doctor, they go, "Okay, I put in my head where you stand." That's the thing. We're all profiling. Even you, when someone says to you, "What do you do?" and you look them up and down, you go, "25-year-old woman." Okay, have you heard of betches? Like that's right. an easy. But if it's like a 50-year-old Asian man, you go. Here we go. Well, you know, like, right? You know, like you like. I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have you have you heard of the internet? You know, like yeah. so. And but they're also profiling you. So when you say I'm a doctor, they go, okay, I got the class. I got the what type of doc? You know, like they are. They right. they're doing a uh, like a a resume is just appearing next to your face. So when you say something that people can't classify. Like, I get insulting questions. Does that make money for you? Right. Total, you I used to get that all the time. Yeah. And, how, and, and, like, how do you, but how do you make, how do you pay your bills? Yeah, yeah. It's like, are you, oh, oh, are you my mom? Like, all of a sudden, they're like worried about your well being. Yeah, I sleep outside right. by the trash can. That's what I, and I do this, you know. Like right. What do day. you do for work? Oh, and and it does make you also it, it shows you like everyone's like I you know a big thing right now is like I hate people people stink like the people do that blanket like right. they're cooler than everybody thing but it does make you realize how few people get it like how few people like in the world because every now and again I am so appreciative of the person that goes oh you're that's so cool what does that entail like when they ask the right version of Question, yeah. uh, uh, questions you go. Oh, this is a great conversation, but it it is, uh, it is a two roads just standing in front of you. You're not sure which one they're gonna take. Totally, totally agree. I can definitely relate to this luxury lounge <laughs> issue. I feel like this is the safest place on the internet. This luxury isn't it lounge. really. I mean, it we is. have complained about so many different things. I think last week um, our guest complained about having too much money in cash, which is like, <laughs> thank you, God. I I am so appreciative of the luxury lounge, and I and I know the people. Listen, again, I want people to share this. This is a different show to share. Make it your Instagram story. Um, this is a new show, but it's on the same feed. Jordana is my co-host on You Up. Everyone should go follow Jordana at Jordana Abraham. We have a great thing going on, but today I thought it would be so much fun for us to do something different like and talk like this. Do you have a luxury lounge complaint? 
I do. I mean, I have so many. I'm sure you do, yes. too. But you've probably been able to air them all on, on these episodes. I got a lot of weeks to go on this show. We, you know, I don't plan on canceling anytime soon, so I just put them on the list. I'll give you, a, I'll give you one that I'm currently dealing with. Please. Um, so I would say planning a wedding is full, filled with luxury issues. Just like luxury issues all coming at you every which way all the time. Um, Any complaint you have about planning a wedding is you complaining about throwing a party for yourself with all your friends and family. So exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's 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 woven into the the fabric of complaining about a wedding. Yes, and when I used to be single and my friends were getting married and they would talk, they would complain about wedding planning. I would be like so bitter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like look at you, you found love. So sorry. Right. Yeah. Just be happy and shut up. Um, <laughs> but then you get it and you I realize all that glitters is not gold exactly it's it's kind of a pain in the ass it's, wedding, planning a wedding is very expensive it's very annoying and it has to like all again like all these tiny little problems so i'll give you the one i'm currently dealing with Can't where wait. my venue i was originally we originally were planning this wedding in the midst of covid so we guaranteed mm. 50 people we thought that was a safe number because you can go up but you can't go down and okay, why you can't go down because they need to know what you're spending. So you, you can always right. spend more. You right. can't spend less. Okay. You can't spend less. And that involves like whatever the other perks are or whatever. Mm. So the 50 people was what we guaranteed to do like our room block thing. And we're trying to have this wedding like entirely on the beach. Okay. So you want feet in the sand beach wedding. This is a destination wedding, which I could go luxury complaints for days yes. um, on that. But I'm excited to go. I'm, I'm, I'm invited to this wedding. So I am excited for this wedding. I'm excited for you to see it come to life. It's going to be yes. it's going to be great if I could work out these small luxury lounge issues. Yes. Um, I'm not going to be like. You know, I'm not going to bother you at the wedding. It would be a little weird if like every five minutes I was coming up and talking to you at your wedding where like you're there with your friends and family. Um, but you are my any, friend. I am your friend, but I'm saying I, I am definitely I know the tier structure of these wedding things. So if you ever see me off to the side at the wedding, just know that I'm thinking of things to complain about at the wedding that I will report to you way later on. Right. Well, you're our worst. <laughs> you're the worst nightmare because like when you, yes. whenever you plan something, you think of like what is what will like the most critical person at this wedding think <laughs> of like yeah. this decision i think I, of that in every every aspect of every part of planning i'm like what because there's everyone always has something to say and some sure. people have a lot more to say than others and um, more specific things to say right <laughs> yeah. well every time you go to a wedding it's you think about how it should have been done better of um, course of course yeah and yeah. i've done that so i'm expecting others to do that mm -hmm. so my wedding venue is trying to tell me that now we're having because covid is not you know everything's opening up people are sure. coming so the number is getting higher and they're trying to tell me that anything over 50 people on the on at the wedding on the beach has to be they have to serve a buffet instead of a plate of dinner it's a nightmare this is a nightmare this is horrible this because is a nightmare. nobody wants buffet wedding like right. you're, i don't want a buffet wedding no, but that, but i'm saying like no bride is saying dreaming of her wedding and then thinking of an uncle with a spoon putting slop on a plastic plate like that's not the dream scenario the dream is they're coming around with the golden platters and lifting them up lifting at the same up, time beautiful and, tablescape yeah. yeah yeah yeah. this is not the dream scenario so 
And and it's in Mexico. Are they like, yeah, we're gonna put out some fajitas? Like, what are no, they? What is the no, plan? No, we have here? like we did. I went there. Also, the annoying, the annoying thing is we went there a few weeks ago. We did a full mm. tasting for this plated dinner. So they're trying so, to switch things up on us. I hate. I hate buffets. I think they're like, especially for weddings. I think they're a little tacky. Sorry. Yes, this is where <laughs> I can say this. Yes, of course. This um, is the lounge. So we're we're trying to push back on this, and that is my luxury complaint. Yeah, this is horrible. I think anyone who's planned anything can relate because they got you by the balls. Right. That's I've the already problem. Signed the contract. You've signed the contract, and then when they start switching things, they're they're basically saying, "What are you gonna do? You gonna find right. another venue? You know, like <laughs> tough shit. Like they have you at this point, basically. so they know they can make moves. They go, oh well, it's over fifty, and you go." Where was that in the contract? And they point, they go, see right here, section three. And you're like, are you, are you at, out of your mind? I'm not yeah, section having a three s- point B. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I don't want a pig trough at my wedding giving out the food. Exactly. This is crazy. Yeah. If you go over 52 people, a trough will be put out and the <laughs> slop will be poured in. They yeah, just this throw is a- sandwiches at your guests like it's fire festival. <laughs> That's right. After well, listen, I, I'm I'm totally on board. Let's get to the emails. You ready, Jordana? Let's do it. I'm ready. Everyone go follow Jordana at Jordana Abraham. If you don't already, the U.S. podcast Um what a great show, if I do say so myself. Go listen to the U.S. podcast, all of your dating relationship needs. But we are here in the Luxury Lounge. If you have a luxury complaint, Podcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Okay, Luxury Lounge. Jim's taking pictures of you. Okay. Jared, longtime listener, I love the Luxury Lounge. I've been sharing with all my friends. Now let's get to the complaint. I used to go to this, is it bear or bar? Bar, bar. It's Okay, so I used to go to this bar studio that was very expensive, but I liked the workout and results, so I kept going and considered a treat-yourself splurge. That is, until the studio got a new owner. I don't know why, but she started taking pictures of us working out and posting them on social media with inspirational captions. Now, I understand people getting their pictures taken if they've achieved something at the workout studio, like taking 300 classes, but that's with their permission, and they can pose for the picture. Why is someone taking my picture when I'm trying to work out and distracting me. I'll see the pictures on social media and cringe. Who actually wants to see themselves working out unless they're a, they're a personal trainer? For as much as I spend per month, can I sweat in peace? Needless to say, I switched to a different workout studio but made sure to check the new studio's social media before joining to ensure I wouldn't have a picture of me all sweaty posted for the world to see. Thoughts? I've attached a few screenshots of the posts from the bear studio or from the bar studio uh, for your reference. What Jordana this is insane this is a nightmare right i hate this yeah i can't even I'm, know is that like legal yeah Who like is, isn't there some sort of hipaa regulation here right i mean look at people the- from looking awkward <laughs> while working out and having it posted publicly and the emailer is totally right there, there is no moment in my life that I want to be taking a picture of less than when i am like flopping around on the ground sweating like an animal Especially bar. Do you know what bar is? Bar is like is like the workout of like ballet people. It's oh like my ballet God. So, style. So they're looking. So these are pictures. I mean, we're looking at them now. So they're pictures of people that are supposed to be graceful, but they're just like getting after it. I mean, let's right. read these captions. You can do hard things every day. Ugh. Check yourself and keep your chin up. Can you imagine being in the picture where they're like, keep your chin up. It'll get better. Like this it's is like, insane. I hate this. There's like, I mean, there. I. It's funny. I haven't been to an actual workout class in so long. 
because mm. I do at home workouts. But I there's a million luxury lounge complaints about uh Absolutely. I mean, you're workouts. paying for the class, but part of paying for it is the privacy and feeling comfortable at the studio. You go to a studio, you go to a trainer because you're like, this is better than, uh, yeah, this is a professional thing. Here's the other thing. When someone is taking your picture during something that you're concentrating on, like the workout, you take your concentration off of the workout to make sure you look right in the picture. So they're actually ruining your workout and then making you remember how shitty you looked even when you tried to look good in the, during the workout. Totally. To- couldn't agree with this emailer more. It's I mean, it's the terrible. I would move to. I would I would I would I would I would be picketing outside of the studio to make sure that they get closed down. I mean, you this know, is Have you ever been to a workout studio and they ask you to high five your neighbor? After. hate that don't tell me to touch anybody i do this when i high five i look like a crazy person i go and i like do an air high five i don't oh, even you do yeah yeah Sometimes i do I'll like, like a, look down and pretend you have not heard them and then the per- <laughs> and you kind of like look and the person's like right like there just you've like left them hanging and then they're the happy-go-lucky fun person and you're the miserable asshole who can't just support your fellow you know treadmiller but what's more embarrassing is when you're like okay i'm just gonna do it and you do it and the other person has used your move and you're like oh i'm the loser uh, yeah <laughs> you zigged when you should have zagged yeah we could have all been cool together I, I i i there's so many complaints i mean i would say this this is a thousand air issue if i was going to decide between thousand air millionaire billionaire it is relatable right totally if you're a billionaire you're not going to classes the person's coming to you yeah and you have a chef and you don't even worry yeah. about these things and millionaire anyone can take a class you could be i mean this happened to me i can relate because i'm walking around new york city and i'm doing selfies and this woman took a video of me doing selfies on the street How do you and know? it's like she posted it on Instagram. Oh, she recognized you. She recognized me. She goes, Jared Free, look at that. And I'm like, literally, hand over, like everyone's looking at how vain I am. You know, the, the camera's at the highest angle I can get it to. And I'm walking around. And it's like the worst angle of me ever. But like, again, I do understand the deal I have made as someone who's trying to be public. I'm putting out right. this podcast. So the deal you make is that people might recognize you and take a picture that doesn't look great to you. When you sign up for a ba- a bar class, that's not part of the that's agreement. Private. Yeah, like oh, I I'd like to have a membership, and I'd also like to be your head of marketing. No, <laughs> right without your consent. Without your consent, who could they tell about this? Um, anyone. Anyone. I think anyone can. Anyone who's paid for a workout class. I mean, so I would, I would go back to one more class at the studio, and then I would start telling people in the locker room. Do you know they're taking pictures of us and, and putting them on their social media? Have you seen start this? A, start a riot. Yeah. You can do it, champ, is the caption under my sweaty, fat face. Like, gonna, <laughs> I, would tell, I would tell a lawyer, file a class action suit. <laughs> the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Truff. Listen, people, I love Truff hot sauce. I love truffles. I love that what Truff has done, it takes a normal experience and elevates it. That's what we're looking for. We're looking, and I'm someone here, if you listen to this podcast, you know I struggle with health, I struggle with eating, and the big struggle a lot of times is just how normal eating healthy can be, and how regular, and how just blah, and the monotony of it. Truff has a whole world of products to kind of zhuzh up what you're doing 
and it doesn't make it you know the, the meal like this big you know waste it makes it a, a an elegant meal it makes it delicious i and it's the first luxury hot sauce a unique blend of black truffles and spices i call it a dab of fab that's what i've been saying it's a dab of fab that's right. You don't know a, a lot. A little goes a long way. Put a dab of fab. You're gonna put the mayonnaise on your turkey sandwich. You're gonna put the hot sauce on your wings. You're gonna put the you know the hot sauce on your eggs. You're gonna put the you're gonna you're gonna take the pasta sauce and put it on your whole wheat pasta. It's just a dab of fab in everything they do. You're gonna use the truffle oil when you make your eggs, so you get a little hint of truff in your eggies. Isn't that great? A lot of people use truff for the IG. It looks good. It tastes even better. Yeah, it's all over the internet. It's 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 broken the internet. Hot sauce used to be bland before truff came along. Yeah, this is tasty stuff. This takes, you know, if you're out drinking and you come home, you're like, what do I got in the fridge to kind of like cook up? You put a little side of truff on the side. Whoa, game changer. Truff's flagship hot sauce, the flavor-packed black truffle hot sauce that started it all. It's got black truffles, ripe chilies, savory spices, and organic agave nectar. Truff hotter hot sauce infused with extra jalapenos, red chili, and habanero if you want to take it up a notch. Premium white truff hot sauce with the rare and decadent white truffle. Plus, they've got olive oil, mayo, and truff pasta sauce. The pasta sauce is memorable they're all memorable but the pasta sauce is the one i hear i hear on these streets so it's been named one of oprah's favorite things for two years in a row and just for my listeners they're giving you an amazing offer get 15 15 15 off site-wide plus free shipping with promo code jtrain 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 at truff.com that's 15 off plus free shipping on everything just shop at truff.com that's t-r-u-f-f-f as in fantastic.com use promo code jtrain the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Figs. Figs celebrates amazing healthcare professionals by making scrubs they actually feel excited about wearing. Forget boxy, itchy cotton scrubs. Figs are engineered with athletic apparel functionality, and they're ridiculously soft and comfortable. Win, win, win. So listen. Right now, if you have a healthcare professional in your life, they go to work every single day, and if they're wearing, when you dress well you feel well you work well so someone in your life if they're wearing old scrubs and and i always talk about it with all the clothing sponsors we have someone all of us have a rotation of clothing all of us you got a group of t-shirts that you wear and you go through and when the and when the when the 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 laundry bin gets full there's a shirt you're dealing with. So someone in your life is working in the healthcare profession and they're dealing with, at the end of their clothing rotation, old scrubs. Let's get those people to level up. Let's get them some figs. This is, and you are doing them the favor of a lifetime. And if you're a healthcare professional, first of all, thank you. But let's level up your own clothing rotation. You, you deserve it. You've had a crazy year. It's time. Let's get into figs, and I'm going to give you some free money to help you out. So it's, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm just so excited about figs because I do get responses to this sponsor. People DM me, oh, my God, I, I, I love figs. I've been wearing them for years. Now you've given me an opportunity to save some money on it. So, and they've, they finally brought scrubs in the 21st century with a focus on design, function, and comfort. They use a proprietary fabric, fabric called Fion X that is stretchy, moisture-wicking, and anti-wrinkle. I have the pants. They're great, very comfortable. And they, 
Weave in Silvadur, an antimicrobial technology that inhibits odor producing microbes and increases durability. Figs will get you through a double shift in comfort and style. Figs comes with zillions of pockets. Some of their styles include over 10 pockets and you can mix and match any of their scrubs for a quick wardrobe refresh. So if you're one of the awesome humans who work in healthcare, Figs wants you to wear the scrubs you deserve and enjoy 15, 15, 15% off your first order with code JTRAIN15, JTRAIN15 at checkout. And if you're not working in the front on the front lines, thank someone that is with the best scrubs in the world because figs will give you 15% off too. head to wearfigs.com. That's W E A R F I G S.com. Wearfigs.com. Enter code J train 15 at checkout. Love your scrubs. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Jordana, Jordana Abraham luxury lounge. That's the podcast. Everyone send it in title it luxury lounge open bars at work events. Okay. Jordana, you guys do a lot of events at Betches. This might be relatable to you. Let's hear it. Jared, I can't get enough of Luxury Lounge. Look forward to Thursdays every week. My Luxury Lounge complaint is about open bars at work events. I work at a job where I have to attend a lot of events and schmooze constantly. 7 a.m. breakfast receptions with mimosas, boozy client lunch meetings, uh, Friday afternoon frat party-like parties, evening receptions. I mean, this is wild. And even four-hour-long bar crawls that end past 11 p.m. on weeknights. And all of these events have open bars. On top of that, my superiors are big drinkers and are always encouraging me to have another drink. And when I show up at work the next morning, which I'm expected to show up by 9 a.m., even if I left the bar crawl only 10 hours prior that night, uh, the night before, when I show up at work the next morning with the hangover, my boss basically gives me a proud pat on the back. I'm tired of being hungover all the time. Jordana, what do you think of this? Can't you just not drink at these events? Well, I, here's the thing. You're, I would assume that you have to be affable. You have to be like, you, you know, work a lot of times is go with the flow. If you're not the boss. Right. You're like, hey, Carol from accounting. And you're like, are you having a drink? And she's like, no, I don't drink on Tuesdays. You're like, right, I guess I'm not hanging with Carol from accounting anymore. Like, it, it puts you in a position where you have to be fun to get ahead in the office. And even though that's not fair or the boss wouldn't admit to that, there is an element of that. No? Right. No, I feel that there's a I guess it's a maybe it's a culture fit. Then it's not a culture fit. Rather, this isn't a culture fit. They don't like the culture. She doesn't like the culture. This is yeah. the emailer. Yeah, this is a culture problem. And it's also mm-hmm. like, I, I guess what sh- this person could do is they need to get on the club soda splash a cranberry train. Looks like a drink. It's not looks a drink. like a or drink. Or have one drink. drink. One, well, that's even hard. I mean, listen, for me to tell someone to have one drink after last night, I had like seven vodka. So I can't. I can't expect right. someone to be better than me. So, yeah. like, I, I think you, at these events, you have to go, like, you you have the the mocktail and you tell everyone, yeah, I got vodka yeah. soda. Just, I I'm mean, sure, just to go. Totally. I'm sure there's certain people who fucking love that about this job. They're like, there's always an open bar. We're I, seems like the bosses having do. fun. We're having a great time. Like, I feel like more people, if I had to guess, more people probably like this about the culture than don't. Well, that's the problem. That's actually the luxury lounge issue is that nobody says this stinks. Every, yeah. They hear more from the, even if it's three people like at the office. Like we have two little like homework. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So even, but you're only going to hear from the biggest fans. Oh my God. We got open bars everywhere. And like, so the people in charge are like, we're killing it. People love working here. They don't hear from the person that's like, it's a little much. You know, like, <laughs> we've gotten out of hand. Totally. I, I just think the ability to complain about it to your superiors is the problem here. That's the luxury complaint. Right. Cause you go, how do I say something or do I not say something and I just have to fake it? And then it's like, here's the other thing. I, I want to work at work and I want to social at social. I don't need this mix. I used to hate when I had a real job. Mm. I used to hate any sort of work happy hour. I used to be like hate them. happy hour is when I leave here and I'm not yes. with these people anymore. It's it's my least favorite Instagram post is when someone with like a cool job is like at like a, a like a, like a, a drinks happy hour and they're like does your job let you start drinking at three and it's like no my job lets me leave if I'm done with right. my fucking so work I can go hang out with my real friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you're, this isn't a brag this is actually you uh, showing me how horrible your life is to tell you the truth totally I mean J- I think a lot of the people at batches are friends and they like it and whatever but I remember personally mm. we're having a job I was like. I don't want to like leave early so we can all go drink together. I want to leave early so I can hang out with the people that I hang out with, not in this job, which yeah, I want. I want to rest my week. brain from thinking of this game of Thrones, you know, culture thing where it's like, am I cool with that person? Did I mess up with that? There is an element of lifting weights when you're like, okay, did I say something shitty? It's like totally. with your friends, you can say whatever the fuck you want. You let it go. Yeah. Happy hours should be everyone gets a $20 stipend to go hang out with the people that they want to hang out with. <laughs> That's right. The That's the happiest hour getting away from you people. Exactly. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here in the luxury lounge at Jordana Abraham. Go follow, go follow, go follow you a podcast. I, I, I mean, if I do say so myself, I'm a fan. So let, go, go <laughs> listen to that. Um, luxury lounge. I'm a, this I'm is the first the time show. we haven't talked about exclusively dating in I, like, um, Long time. I mean, this is the reason I was like, I got to have Jordan on the show. This is, I, I, I had a feeling you would have a good POV on the sitch. Love it. I have a luxury complaint that really stresses me out. I'm cringing as I write this. Ooh, those are my favorites. Okay. I moved to Europe about 15 years ago because that's where I met my husband and where he's from. We've built an amazing life, have two lovely kids. We both went to grad school, work in jobs we love and have zero debt. Everything we have is paid for. Oh, Love that. That, that, that. That's got to feel good to even write. The problem is we're surrounded by people with money. My husband comes from money and all of our friends are wealthy. Many of our friends don't even have to work, which is something completely foreign to me. Oy, it's, it's quite frustrating as well as embarrassing to have to explain to someone why you just can't go sailing or to Corsica on a random <laughs> afternoon. No matter how nice the weather is. Some don't even understand why we work and think it's cute for, per, for uh, or for, and think it's cute or for, per, for personal fulfillment. And although our careers are very fulfilling, our kids play a sport where you must have insane amounts of money to participate in. And quite honestly, that's why I must work. Since old European money doesn't flaunt wealth and my husband's family is rich, we've gotten by fine. Uh, my main complaint is that I'm starting to get really anxious thinking about what happens when our kids are older and we can't keep up. We take amazing vacations and have a holiday place, but it already feels as if we're barely keeping up. Thanks for uh, so much for the luxury lounge where I can actually complain to someone about uh, without them either thinking I'm ungrateful for my privilege or feeling sorry for me and thinking I'm quote unquote poor. So I understand this is 
this is a great problem because and I completely get what they're talking about. It's like you're rich enough to get in the club, yeah. but you're just you're just skating in. Like you just made it. You know, yeah. you, know, you it's like a big fish, small pond. You'd rather have the nicest house on the shitty street or the shittiest house on the nicest street. It, it, and it's like both have their own issues, right? Totally, yeah. What do you think about this, Jordana? Can you relate? Um, yeah, I can relate. I think like anyone who comes from like a, like a, you know, a te- uh, I, I can't relate to this extent. I'm not like surrounded sure. by it. This sounds like a millionaire's problem. This is a, yeah, this is a millionaire's problem amongst billionaires. Like if all your friends are billionaires, and they're like, come on, come to Corsica. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, it's a Tuesday. We're and you're sailing. like, yeah. yeah, we're sailing. Come on, just come with us. And it's like, and you're sitting there being like, you can't say like the problem is you become this like Debbie Downer because totally uh, it, where every right. there's like, no it's so ahead. much easier to be fun when you're just loaded. Totally. And it's like. Also, nobody likes the person that all nobody likes being put in the position where you're always the one turning something down. Right. Like, give me an opportunity to be the one that's like, come to whatever the beach. And then they go, no, I can't today. If someone's just in for everything, it's like, okay, I can't keep up with that. I don't want to do that. You know, so like the idea that the and also if you're around insanely wealthy people, which it sounds like this person's around. They can't even understand. They're like, why are you being so negative? Like if you said, come with me to Corsica. And then I was like, well, we have to work. (laughs) I I had a friend like that, actually, when I I was 22. And she was like, we're going to Vegas this weekend. It's going to be great. Like, I'm like, I just got this job. And like, I just moved into the city. I'm like, eh. she's like. What do you she's you're not going to you're not going to go to Vegas for your job where you make seventeen dollars an hour. It's, it's, yeah, I'd like to make 19 next year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, there it's the lack of understanding of normal people that rich right. people re- are the issue. It's like, wait, yeah, like your friend looking at you going, you're not. And it's like and it's like, yeah, I'm worried about retirement now. Like, I'd like to you know, like I'm worried about like owning a home like what, right. like you not, doesn't even cross those people's radar. No, because they're to them. That's the thing where it's like. Sometimes you see these people on like TikTok, Instagram, and you're like, you, when, when they're like, yeah, I got this food account. It just blew up. I guess I was just good at making food posts. And you go, no, you had time to make a food post. And money. Yeah. And money. Well, money equals time. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, like. Yeah. I say that all the time. It's so much easier to have good taste in food and fashion <laughs> when you can afford the good food and fashion. I, I see these posts. There's one I, I'm specifically remembering. It's this woman who's like, she posted a TikTok and she's like, my day in New York as a 24 year old. And it's like her, and it's like sex in the city, like da, 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 da. And it's like her at like, uh, like, like, like going shopping. And it's her like, at, you know, lunch was, was a tuna tartare. And then, and you're like, and then the comments section, everyone's like, where, there's people rightfully asking, like, what do you do? Like, how do you go to these places? And the person's response to them was like, and I'm like so fascinated by the comments because her response to everyone was like, whoa, everyone, what do you mean? What do I do? I just like to go out in New York. It only costs $68. It's like, no, no, no. It, you don't have any understanding of money because part of money is time. The, right. you, how did you do this on a Tuesday and then edit it and then pay for the meal? Because that's right. not $68. Who paid for it? 
that, that's $368 plus your rent, plus your health insurance. How did you get it all? Totally. <laughs> but it's funny because all of these things are like, she's talking about millionaires versus billionaires. But this Ooh. is anytime you're with someone who's a little bit out of your spending Totally. That's why the luxury lounge thing. is for everybody. This is a this is a thousandaire issue. Anyone could right. have this issue because it's just about the people you're hanging. Hey, listen, we're doing a share house on the shore this summer. Are totally. you in? It's it's a hundred dollars a weekend, and you go, well, I can't do a hundred. Like, there's a you can't do a hundred dollars a weekend. No, I can't. Like that's right, and that's frustrating. Now you have like have to open your soul and your tax returns for this fucking asshole who doesn't even get money. Everyone thinks they're um, down to earth until they meet someone poorer than them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, and and also, I actually think this is like part of like the culture today, like why we're a little bit more depressed in general is like you used to go on vacation and you would assume everyone goes on the same vacation as you. Like you would just assume your neighbors, since their house is next to you, they go on the same Miami Beach occasion. Then... We got Instagram stories and we started, you know, putting up where we're staying and minute by minute things. And we're all watching going, how the fuck do they afford that? So now we just hate each other more. Totally. It's like there's just so much more to be jealous of because you can see it all. There's no like staying in your lane when you can see everyone. You should just only be able to see your lane. Yeah, absolutely. Now there's a thousand lanes and everyone's rubbernecking. Right. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Send in your luxury lounge complaint. Title it luxury lounge. I hear what Jordana Abraham at Jordana Abraham. My luxury com- lounge complaint is, uh, is on behalf of my aunt. Okay. She recently bought a multi-million dollar home after selling her million dollar beach house. She sold her beach house furnished because the buyers offered a significant amount more if she included it. At, at first, my aunt was excited to buy new furniture for her new home, but she's realizing how big her new home is. She thinks it's going to cost more to furnish it than uh, she was paid for her old furniture. I find her comparing her new pieces to her old ones and regretting giving her old stuff away. I try to cheer her up by going with her uh, to furniture stores, but we end up spending hours browsing the aisles. At least she buys me Starbucks and dinner for, uh, and dinner for me to give my two cents and judge $10,000 dining room tables. Hope this complaint makes it on the pot. If not, I'll submit to Patreon. Well, what do we, Jordana, what do you think of this issue? It's, it's an interesting issue. I agree with it. So the issue is that her aunt wants to furnish her new, has to furnish her new house, but she already gave away her old furniture. Yes. And she's realizing it's going to cost more to furnish the new one than she got paid for the old stuff. Right. Which is, this is, this luxury complaint is about perception because Mm -hmm. the idea that her old furniture would be worth as much as the new furniture is crazy. She, she, her expectations were not correct. Right. It seems a little naive of this aunt to not understand this. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they say that's the problem with buying a house. You gotta, it's a whole, you gotta fill it. You gotta fill it. You gotta maintain it. That's what I hear. I, I mean, I am a homeowner. Um, things come up. That's the thing. When you buy a home, whatever you imagine it's costing, add a thousand dollars. Just add a thousand every time. Add a thousand bucks. Whatever you're th- thinking, and even more. Add ten thousand. Like it, it, and and just I kind of just do that in life. Someone says, like when someone said, like I like I have a tenant at my apartment. If they say the dishwasher's broken, I go. I guess I have to spend $5,000 to fix the dishwasher. 
That's what I say right away. And then they go, it's going to be 350 bucks. I go, okay. here you go. <laughs> Thank you. Undersell it, right. You, you have to do that with everything home related, everything living related. And you also have to remember, this is the rest of your life. Like this complaint is interesting to me because I do it with the iPhone. Anytime I buy a new iPhone, I'm like, how does it cost this fucking much money? And then I think of how much time I spend on my phone. And I'm like, oh, so I'm spending a penny a day? Like, yeah. you know, like when, it, when you do the math on that and think of your, it's the same for your living space. Totally. Like that's, I mean, the phone, especially it's like, it should, whatever it costs, it should be like 20 times that amount. Absolutely. I would give my left pinky for my phone. Like if they were like, that's the cost of an iPhone. I go, I I, I had a good run with this pinky. It's over. (laughs) I mean, we talked about that on you up the two days. I didn't have my phone. were like the most stressful, terrible days of my year. That was, that's a great luxury complaint because it's so relatable. And the idea that you would have, that they would just hold your phone hostage is crazy. I mean, just everything was a problem. I went to go meet my sisters in the city. I didn't have Google maps. I had no idea where the fuck I was going. I wrote it down on a piece of paper and then I forgot to write down one part of it. And I was just aimlessly walking around the city (laughs) asking various people how to get to random streets in Tribeca. Hey, man, can I use your Google Maps? Hey, man, you got a minute I could use your Google Maps? Like if someone came up to me, it was like, do you know? I go out of my way. Like, that I don't was me. Yeah. <laughs> I would put face smush out of the way. J train podcast at gmail.com. Oh. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Jordana Abraham at Jordana Abraham on Instagram. Go follow, go follow right now. Okay. So I like this one. It's a quick one, but it involves a picture. I'm sending it to you right now. Okay. This is a quick one. I'm paying $12 for a cocktail that comes in a plastic cup. See photo. Am I and the only seat options are tree stumps, not comfortable. So this is the cocktail, and I guess where, where did you send it to Jordana? Your email. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to say your email on that. <laughs> <laughs> my, to, to that's you. my email, just Jordana Jordana dot com. Yeah, that's okay. it. Well, so, that's not far away from some people's. Um, so uh, what do you? So this is the drink they got. And they're saying that the seat options are tree stumps. They should have taken a picture of the tree stumps, if I'm going to be honest. But what do you think of this drink right here? I would say it reminds me of my other luxury lounge issue, which is martini served in plastic cups. Why bother? Why are we doing this? You're doing the martini is bought for the martini experience. Martini in particular. Yeah. Yes. It's a specific. It's like getting a champagne in a uh, in a solo cup, in like a water what are we bottle. doing? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. What, what, what's the point even at this point? I want the, I, I want to be glam. I want to hold it. I want to look like James Bond with the martini. I want to look like you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, totally like a, a billionaire with my champagne flute. You know, it's um, for this I drink, like. Sorry, with this go drink, on. go ahead. I'm saying it depends what the drink is. Yes, I like this cup. I'm a fan of this cup. Um, and it's going to be on my Instagram. I'll post it later. Here's the problem with the tree stump seats. They are horrible on your ass. You, you, have you ever sat in a tree stump seat? Yeah. The, the vibe, the vibe has to be really worth it. 
at whatever yes. bar. I would is. have to be in a bar that's in a wooded forest and fairies must be flying around me for to, me to accept a tree stump seat. We want padded seats. We want arm, you know, armchairs. I, I get so annoyed. Like bar stools, like this is what we got. These wooden young garbage game. Young person's game. I want when I there's a bar that I saw with like a bar stool, but it was an actual like captain's chair, and I was like, I'll be here the rest of the day. I'm never leaving. Yes, like that's that's a thirty and over thought process. Totally. And and here's the only thing though. But with this cup, I love when a drink comes in a cup like this. This is a, a sturdy, cup? sturdy plastic <laughs> cup. The 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 version I don't like. You know those short cocktail cups that are plastic. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? You barely get any drink in them. And if you squeeze it even a little, cracks under the pressure. I agree. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Dear Jared, feather, feather. I've had this luxury issue for years now, and I'm so grateful now to have the safe space to talk about it. My luxury lounge complaint is that my butt is too big to ever find jeans that properly fit me. They just don't make jeans with a waist-ass ratio that is right for me. So I have to get them altered or walk around with a waist gap. See example photo. Okay, we're looking at the photo. Oh, yeah, these. I, I'm, I'm sending I'm you the example photo. I'm waiting for it to come in. Um. See, this is a female issue that I'm sure you can relate well, to. You- You've talked about your own issues with clothing sizes, correct? Absolutely. I and uh, I am a short-torsoed, thick-shouldered man and you can't find a t-shirt and I've said this many times, t-shirts are either crop tops for me or they're dresses. There's no t-shirt that hits me right where I need it to hit me so it doesn't look like I'm like swimming in my dad's old shirt cuz we're painting in class today. So This person writes, whatever I complain about this to friends, they roll their eyes and have no sympathy. It always comes across as obnoxious humble bragging when I say my ass is just too big and my waist is so small. But it seriously (laughs) is such a frustrating situation in my life. I know there are DIY solutions. No, no, no. No, There's no DIY in this Tailoring. Yeah. Get it tailored. And I can get alterations, but I just want to be able to buy a pair of jeans, put them on, have them fit properly. Here's the problem. Her problem is with J-Lo. Okay. J-Lo was the inventor of ass. We love asses. A- you know, the Kardashians get the credit, but J-Lo, J-Lo. was the first, For sure. if I remember correctly, where you were like, oh my God, that butt. Then the butt becomes fashionable. It's always been fashionable to me. I've always been cheering for the butt and curves, but I'm saying in the, you know, the greater pop culture you know acceptable in the pop culture so now if you're like oh my god i have a bit but the clothes haven't caught up to what we like so she's sitting there being like oh my butt is too big for all these jeans and everyone's going oh big issues every guy loves your butt and you're like not that's not even what i'm talking about right yeah you can only complain about this sort of thing to particular people who are other fit the butt community people yeah with big butts it's as if it would be like if crop tops on short torso, thick shouldered men became in. Like right. if women, if there was like a song called, you know, thick torsoed man 
and and everyone was like, oh my God, that's so hot. And it was just like acceptably hot on all levels in society. And then I was sitting there being like, I can't find a t-shirt. And everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big problem for you. Everyone wants to fuck you <laughs> with your thick shoulders, you know? Exactly. If you're in the if you're the ideal situation, you can't complain to other unless you can find other you would if you found another man with, with the your exact same, same issue. Yeah. Or or your uh your tailor. That's the only <laughs> those are the only yes. people I could complain to. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Jordana Abraham. Let's do this one. Okay. Jared, loving the lounge. Thanks for giving us repressed complainers, a safe space and community. My boyfriend is a tech enthusiast. He works in IT and loves all sorts of gadgets. We have around four smart Google Home Assistant displays and speakers in our house. Oh, they're living in smart house. I think the idea for voice-activated smart devices is to make your life easier, but frankly, they do nothing of the sort. They constantly misunderstand what you're saying, don't recognize your voice, or straight up ignore you. By the time my boyfriend asked Google to set an alarm or a reminder, I would have to, I would have pulled out my old cracked phone and set it myself manually. Plus, had the time to check my inbox. He also rewired a lot of our household fixtures and appliances to be voice activated by Google Assistant, which could be handy for dimming the lights or turning on the AC while already cozy on the sofa watching a movie. But often I have to hear myself screaming the same command two to three times till the Google Assistant gets it right, and it kills all sense of cozy move. That's what I get for dating a guy who has an Android. All the love. Uh, P.S. He also called me Google once by mistake. Giving Gives you an <laughs> idea of how much we depend on this stupid glorified speaker. This is horrible. Jordana, what do you think? I can totally relate to that. My dad is very into like, he's very into speaking to his car speaker to get it to call people while he's driving. And it's okay. very annoying because it never understands what he's saying. And it would be so much. I'm like, why don't I just dial the number for you? He's like, no. Google, yeah, call Becky. <laughs> and then it's like calling Susie. And, and, and it becomes an obsession. It's almost like they're like, it's it, it be, these people and these people, meaning these tech gadget people. Right. It becomes their obsession. They're like, no, I have to use it. It must I work. It must work. And it's like, this person's right. You spend your whole day yelling, Google, Google. You know, and 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 you're like, am I just screaming into the heavens? Like, and if someone saw you, they would be like, this person is an insane person. That's totally the issue. I feel like that's why you can't be an early adopter of any technology because you're the person Absolutely. working out those kinks. I want to be the last person to get it, so they've already, you know, it's already perfect by the time I'm getting it. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Because, and then no one remembers you talking shit about it. Like, like I, I I'm sure I was on my flip phone going. Who would ever want an iPhone? Right. Bunch of idiots. And then I quietly put the flip phone away and picked up an iPhone and just started making fun of Android people. You know, like exactly. I just switched. And so no one remembers that you were talking shit once it becomes the thing everyone uses. So I'm sure in the future we will be screaming to our house, bathe me. And a shower of water will come spraying on you like an elephant at the zoo. But until I can say it that easily, then I will not be there. And here's the other problem. If you have these in your home and you say, Greg, and then Google goes, are you talking to me? And you're like, no, get the fuck out of here, Google. <laughs> I right. said, Greg. Like, shut up. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, this happened. I mean, the, the, the smaller version of this is when you call like Delta or you call like, like I just called Amtrak because my credit card wouldn't go through for a train ticket purchase. I'm calling Amtrak and they're like, what train? And I'm so now I'm trying to book over the phone. I just want a person. I just I want, want to speak to a human. So they go, you can. And even to get to the person, I'm the automated service and I'll be assisting you to get your ticket. And I'm like, and they're like, do you know what train number you want? And it's like, um, any train. And they go, train number one is at <laughs> 8 a.m. And train number two is at 10 a.m. Oh, do you, do those work for you? And it's like, what, what will you understand? Like, that's the thing we... If you don't understand everything, you understand nothing. Right. You need to know it all. Yeah. So the these automated services, if you can't tell the difference between Greg and Google, you shouldn't exist. Right. I agree. That's why they, well, why didn't you book it online? It wouldn't work. It wouldn't go through. Right. So then I'm like, and I, I need the ticket today. I'm going to Bridgeport, you know, trying to like get up there. And it's an hour, two hour drive, hour train. I'm like, I'll take the train. And then you're like. I, I don't know. This this whole Bridgeport trip, this will be a week later. I'm happy Passively for everyone who came to the it. shows. I'm not happy about this whole weekend already. They haven't booked me. Here's, I mean, I should, this should have been my complaint in the beginning. When you do a club weekend, they the club will book you a hotel. I do, or you can get the buyout. So the, the they'll either go, you're staying at the Best Western down the street from the club, or we'll give you 80 bucks a day and you go do whatever you want. Okay. I like getting the cash and I'm not spending surprised. a little extra. Yeah, let's let's okay. let's live it up or whatever city I'm in. But this is already done like the week before. Like so last night I'm like where's the hotel and they're like, "Oh, you're you're coming they said since you're coming from New York, there's no hotel." And I'm like, "If you go back, that's far." I was like, "But it's I'm like I'm looking at it right now. It's 2 hours with traffic." They go, "Yeah, it's a little bit of a drive." And it's like, "So how this wasn't going to be discussed. There was no thought of like, oh, he might not want to drive an hour. Like, right. and then you go to the, uh, you know, I go, we'll ask them about the hotel. Like, let's get a hotel. The club goes, oh, well, you're, you know, New York, hour Fancy away. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Now I'm, I'm, yeah, now right. I'm Seinfeld asking for a jet to take me an hour away. Like, and it's like, no, this should be, of course. Like, you should want the comedian to feel as comfortable as possible coming to your club. You you should overspend to make the the talent feel comfortable. I agree. Plus, how much Jake, is a hotel there really? I mean, I now I'm looking. I'm like looking at like now I'm in the game. Let's do one more, Jordan. Jer- you ready? Jerry, did you see? I saw a New York Times article that t- the title was "The Rise of Delta," and I was like, "Oh, Delta's getting some good press." <laughs> no, and then you click not. it, and it's like, no, they're not talking about Delta. <laughs> they're talking. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about something much scarier that might lock us into our homes for another year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thought of you. I was going to send you the uh, article and then I opened I, it. <laughs> I was like, Jared's really been doing a lot for them. That, wow. Jared really got it. Okay. <laughs> Let's do one more. Jordana, this has been a blast. At Jordana Abraham. Go follow right now. Uh, my luxury issue is online shopping sites, brands that send you tracking info that need to be tracked through the, an app, and then they and, and they're never the same one. I'm supposed to just have four different shipment tracking apps on my phone, taking up space and cluttering my home screen. I think not. Hope you can empathize. Online shopaholic. P.S. Loved your show in Tacoma last month. Thank you so much. Uh, what do you think, Jordan? Do you have this issue? I've never heard of like you have to download. I've never downloaded an app to track a package. It's usually on yeah. like FedEx or UPS. 
Well, I guess I, I, I agree with you. I, this isn't familiar with me. I can always empathize, but I'm saying I, I guess they're downloading the UPS app and the FedEx app. Is that what they're basically saying? If that's the case, I don't think that's necessary. You can just check like on the website. On the website. What I don't these like are other specific stores that only have that. It sounds annoying. Well, here's the annoying part about tracking packages is they give you automated answers. So you'll go to your package. You'll be like still in still in o- Omaha. And you're like, right. well, it's been in Omaha for three days. Can I get like a yeah, it's here because, you know, there's three other things in front of it. Like, give me a human response. Not like in right. Omaha with a thumbs up. Like, no, no, no. I, I've been watching it in Omaha for a week. You want like um, you want it to be like live. uh live casted like almost like a sports news like a what's it called when this uh, like a sports broadcast or like yeah. a play-by-play right yeah I, I i actually want a video of it from the minute it gets ordered to the minute you it want crosses a baby monitor door. on it yeah i want a baby <laughs> monitor i want reports i want so i hate all the thing is this is again this is one of those things that is half done like uber has shown us you can see where the car is on the street I love should be that. able to see yeah. that. I love that. You should be able to see that with everything you order. Food, delivery. I should see it moving inch by inch. I should see it moving in the Amazon shipment center. From, totally. You know, you know, from stack to packaging. So I want to see it moving on the screen because Seamless does this. Seamless will be like, we're making your order. And it's like, well, let me see the guy on the bike. Like at least. I, like let- I compulsively check that as well. Yeah. compulsively and and when it's not moving i have no satisfaction right i'm like this guy has been in Greenpoint for like 15 <laughs> minutes what's going on here what is happening with you and then i need you to write me a message letting me know what's happening and my food is safe <laughs> do you message them when they're not there <laughs> all the time mike I'm makes calling. fun of me because if it's, if it's two minutes past the like express expected range i'm calling and he's like you don't want to give it five minutes I, I was so I was so drunk the other night and I ordered food and I didn't realize like I ordered the Chinese food and it was like one in the morning and it was just like you're saying it was like the time it's supposed to come so I went outside because they can't come in the apartment because <laughs> of COVID so I'm just sitting on the stairway waiting on a delivery guy and then I go to look and I'm like this is taking forever I ordered from Queens because it was the only place open and, and I was like, this is insane. So I call the place. I'm like, hey, I don't know. I, this is, you're in then Queens. Then you, do you ever think they think like, this guy is really fucking desperate for some yeah. <laughs> Right. This guy must be starving. This is going to take three hours. And I'm like, and I call them. They go, yeah, you're far, man. Um, I was like, why would you accept the order? So they're, right. not, they're like, yeah, he's on a bike and you're far. I'm like, oh my God, can I cancel? They're like, oh, he's left. And then, now I got to wait for this guy to like finish the tour de France before he gets to my apartment. Yeah, that's I'm like you. I'm a compulsive star. I I, I also get made fun of because I will Google map while I'm in the Uber just to make sure the guy's going like <laughs> I do that too the right way. <laughs> sure, and, and some uh, I I do that all the time, and I'm like hey 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 hey, hey. like I'm right. like, like the worst you, back street. Yeah, this looks like do it this? looks like you're supposed to make a right. Yeah. here sir so the most annoying thing i do in an uber is when they go the different direction i do the ha, 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 ha. like i have to make a noise just to let them just know let them i know. know that you know <laughs> yeah um mm, so we went that this looks, way this looks like a different way 
Because um, I'm checking on you because I didn't trust you to go oh, the right yeah, way. When they make a wrong turn and you know, but they like, if you weren't tracking them, you wouldn't know. You would just assume it took longer. And I'm sure they're in the front going, oh, I hope to God this person isn't tracking me because I know I fucked up. I don't want to hear about it. I'm going to yeah. turn around. Jordana exactly. Abraham, thank you for coming on. This Fantastic so to have you. Uh, everyone, go follow Jordana at Jordana Abraham. The You Up podcast. I, I personally a fan think it's a fantastic show yeah um go follow go subscribe to the up podcast go get to follow jordana i'm jared freed we're here every thursday with the luxury lounge keep sending your emails jtrainpodcast at gmail.com title it luxury lounge we'll be back next week boom